Do you copy my sloppy jalopy? Mm. Well, you wake up in the morning. Gotta turn this this way. Again. Turn it this way and that way. Oh, this yeah. way and that way. Yeah. Hitting that snooze. <laughs> Don't use my words against me. I love gravy in the pan. Sometimes I make a big thing of gravy and I just keep taking it in and out of the fridge all week. <laughs> I know, I, I had some extra gravy from um, Jollibee. Yeah. And sometimes I would just walk past the fridge and pull it out and just take a sip of it. Nice. <laughs> out of the Jollibee container. It's like gelatinous. You're Ooh, gelatinous, baby. Good morning and aloha. Welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We are broadcasting live from the Biscuit Bunker in beautiful downtown Kihei. And then being rebroadcast on 88.5 KKU. KKU, the voice. Oh, gravy. That's right. You got it dialed into uh, Maui's number two radio program three years in a row, baby. Number two! <laughs> and thanks for tuning <laughs> in to the two. Biscuits and Gravy Show. I am Chuck Sauce. He is Vincent Fodi. Together we are Biscuits and Gravy. The man you trusted isn't wavy gravy at all. <laughs> I was smoking harmless tobacco. Today's show is presented in part by Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Center. For when your speech skills are a little rocky. And as usual, today's show is brought to us by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with Slim, and he doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipment. Hey, Vince, are you looking for the finest quality crochet equipment around? I am, Chuck. Well, I've, I've got, got a name. name. Coming up on the show, we got Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. <sighs> Vince, why don't you tell our listeners what Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is? That's when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. I am the smartest buffalo in the room, baby! I got a question for you, Vince. It's been on my mind all morning, all week. I know everyone tuning in at home is going to ask themselves the same question. What's that? What's going on, man? Oh, what's going on? That's what I want to know. What's your favorite Four Non Blonde song, Chuck? Oh, easily. It's, uh, what's up? What's going on? By the way, do not date somebody, or even if you're like a taxi driver, and someone's wearing the outfits that they're wearing in that Four Non Blondes music video, don't pick them up. Oh, my goodness. Don't pick them up. I can't remember the last time I've seen that video. Uh, believe the buck teeth and the top hats? Mm-mm-mm. No Ugh. go. I can imagine. I know it's a 90s oh, thing, no. right? So the hats must just be awful. Like it's, those they're pretty hideous. Hats yeah. With lots of extra material. And believe me, I like floppy things. I do not like floppy hats. <laughs> I don't know how you feel if the guy's listening at home. You know what I like? Screwdrivers. I love screwdrivers, bro. I, I mean, made, not the, the manly stuff, right? I not like the screwdriver. It's just starting to hit me pretty nice. Oh, nice. See, I a like little grenadine in I there. almost have a screwdriver, except I didn't put vitamin C in it. Uh, I have, what do you call this drink? Oh, vodka? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. <laughs> just straight vodka? Just <laughs> well, it's 11 a.m. of high standard time. That can mean one thing and one thing only. It's time to jump into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. We got one hell of a show for you, man. We're going to dive into a little bit of Morningwood later, a porn star in the news, and it's not good. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of stuff to talk about for Morningwood. Oh, my Lord. Too much to talk about on the show today. That's when we're going to be talking about Love Gravy. <laughs> we're going to be talking about Love Gravy. Love Gravy. And we're also going to be doing a little segment called What the Chuck. What the Chuck. Hello, Mr. Thompson. That's what we're gonna <laughs> I love it. We're going to talk to Mr. Thompson about his Love Gravy. Love, love Gravy. gravy. I'm more 
concerned about your gravy levels. I'm concerned about your gravy levels, Chuck. Well, your gravy levels should be great as long as it got dialed into Spotify or KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui, a nonprofit educational radio show broadcasting from the heart of the Valley Isle. I'm also concerned about your etiquette. That's why I'm going to recommend you <laughs> try out Topher Grace's etiquette school. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. Yeah, that's true. Before I left, Christy pointed out that like my pants have holes in them and your shirt is really dirty. And I said, baby, my shirt's not dirty. It's just stained. Okay? <laughs> it's like, you can't be out in public like that. I'm like, who are you going to say? I'm like, baby, all I'm doing is going jack in the box and then I'm going to have screwdrivers at Vince's and record my show. Dirt is when you have actual dirt, but a stain is just a little, a little thing, something that you're saving for later. Yeah, a little, little uh, nugget. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I like to stain my shirts. Actually, I feel I, like it's like a patchwork quilt. I have it's a, like memories of my past. I have a, uh, a memory of your past meals. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sweatshirt, and it's got a nice gravy stain on it. And instead of washing it, sometimes I'll just, uh, I'll just lick the gravy stain, <laughs> and then you get a little, it's like a little scratch and sniff Licking sticker. the gravy stain. It's like having a, having a scratch and sniff sweatshirt. Oh my god! Why do they not make scratch and sniffs out of gravy? I don't know. I was I was at ah! Target the other day, and they had like a they had a, a puzzle or something that was scratch and sniff. Oh no way! Wow! Yeah. They make lots of weird scratch and sniff things. I, I thought you were gonna say like a gravy scented candle. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, groovy. That I would love to get my hands on, but. They are almost impossible to find, the gravy scented candles. Gravy scented candles, yeah. Like We went on them last year. We actually had an eBay bid. When KFC uh, releases the gravy scented candles or the, the gravy, gravy logs, the, the, gravy the logs, 12 spice gravy logs, they sell out ah! immediately. That's why I have a um, I have a Google alert set for gravy logs. Yeah. <laughs> that way, next year around Christmas time, as soon as they release them, I'll be the first one on it. I have a Google alert, alert set up for lizard people and for porn star death. I have one for biscuits, gravy, and Gary Sinise. Of course, in a and segment we like to call the Sinise Police. Flavor Logs. Today's show is also brought to us by Urethra Franklin's Vasectomy Clinic. R E S P E C T. We'll cut you where you touch the pee. All righty. And uh, for what's going on, Chuck? Ooh. I'm more concerned about your gravy level. Bend over, Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. Got, I would love the gravy pipe. I've got a little uh, mini gluttony club for you. Oh, I love mini gluttony club, man. Cooking and comedy. Oh, we got the comedy down. Check. As I, Time to get into the cooking. As I mentioned last week, I told you that I've been cooking a lot of food that I've been seeing on. I've been watching that show Chef's Table on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. And every once in a while, I'll see something in there that I'm like, oh, man, that looks really good. I got to try it. So this week, uh, I did an inspired dish called – it's called Crack Pie. Oh, Crack Pie. It's a dessert called Crack Pie. And, it's uh, a Crack Pie, and I don't care. And I've got one slice left uh, if you'd like to try it. Do you think you'd be interested in I'll eat some like Crack that? Pie, bro. Right, I've on. never said no to Crack before in my life. All right, we're going to do a live on-the-air tasting of the Crack Pie. Let me go grab it from the fridge. Hold on. Today's show is brought to us in part by Alex Skarsgård Anti-Scar Cream. Guard Against Scars with Skarsgård Skarsgård. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Today is also presented in part by an endowment from Johnny Depp's Glasses. The best perception is depth perception. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk about Lovecraft County and its allusion to lizard people. Is it being anti-Semitic or do lizard people just really exist? And are we on the pulse of lizard people going on right now, bro? Um, I don't remember seeing anything in Lovecraft County about lizard people. It's coming up on an episode, man. In you a future episode. Future but episode. it is true that some people believe that um, – Somebody that we really hold dear, David Icke. Of course. 
the founder of the lizard people uh, theory. Mm. Now, now, I originally didn't like David Icke because he started off as a sports newscaster, oh, which is like the dumbest thing. Well, in the world. he started off as a, like a soccer player. And well, then that's he became, even dumber. And then he became a sportscaster. <laughs> Ballerina. And then ball. he became, and then he started writing movies about lizard people. Well, then he fell in a cemetery, <laughs> and news of lizard people got downloaded into his brain. Now, some people say that everything that he talks about lizard people-wise is actually just an allusion Hold to on. Jews and Zionists. Is crack pie just like sugar? <laughs> <laughs> a, I'm liking it really right, good. So you're eating the crack pie. How? I needed a back for my vodka, so this is amazing. Yeah. Now, yeah, crack pie is basically, it's two things. There's a uh, an oatmeal cookie crust. So Sugar. You, you have to make an oatmeal cookie. Yeah, you, you do. You, you take, make that oatmeal cookie, you, you dirty the, boy. You take the giant oatmeal cookie out, then you let it cool, then you crumble up the oatmeal cookie. How did you crumble it, Vince? Did yeah. you wear gloves or did you give me COVID? Uh, both. Both? Yeah! I, I wore gloves and then I took my vial of COVID and I sprinkled <laughs> it on top. Um, and so you have to take you the, baked this on unmicrowaved mail. <laughs> you have to t- <laughs> you have to take the co- the cookie, crumble it up, then use that crumbles to make the crust, and then you fill in the the batter, which is basically it's almost like a caramel. Ooh, sugar! And so you take you take one bite, and uh, you're like, wow, that's really sweet. But then you can't stop eating you're it. That's why it's called crack, crack pie. pie. Oh no way! So what do you think? Hold on, crack pie because of crack. So this dessert came after like the FBI invented crack, right? Okay. It's co- it's called crack because it's addictive and hard to stop eating. Oh my god, it's so good. I think I'm gonna take a bite myself. And right it now. makes a mess of your kitchen. Mmm. <laughs> yeah, dig in, bro. Mmm. Oh yeah. Num 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 num. Today's show is pre- presented in part oh, by man, so James Brown Squirtle Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world down at James Brown Squirtle Transplant Center. This crack pie is cracking me up, baby. And you hear that, that song, Chuck? Oh, yeah. That music means it's time for Morningwood, and Morningwood is brought to us by Lincoln's Links. <laughs> Abe Lincoln loves sausage, and you will too with Lincoln Links. You're not thinking if you don't eat Lincoln. Lincoln's oh, Links. Oh, my Lord, I love it. Mm. We all know Abe Lincoln loved the sausage. Oh, my God. That's true, though. Um, so are you ready to get in the Morningwood, Chuck? I would love to talk about Morningwood, We've listening to the smooth, soulful sounds of Nelson Rangel. No, right Nelson, here on Nelson Rangel. 88.5 KAKU. This is Morningwood with Vince Foti. This is when we wrangle ah! all the <laughs> we Nelson wrangle all the porn news. Full Nelson or half Nelson? Depends on if you're in Japan or not, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's, um, there's so much porn news. So last week on Morningwood, we talked about the rise of female-empowered porn through sites like... Uh, Camp Soda and OnlyFans, where it's sex worker driven media. They are reaping all the profits. Oh, yeah. Um, Instead of those big monster porn companies and corn companies, big corn! Big corn companies. Well, that's what they do. Companies like the government should subsidize porn. They they do. It's definitely help people. It's definitely helping people stay home. They actually do it in Japan. They got to enjoy the bailout. The porn course, bailout usually means something different in the porn industry. Oh, the porn industry did get a bailout in Japan, didn't yeah. they? We covered that on this we very radio that. show. Well, we were so educational. We've got plenty of new porn news. We don't have to. We don't have to look to the past for porn news. Now today's porn news is all about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Nope, Clint Eastwood is not doing a porn, but I wish he would. I'd watch that, right, bro? Clint Eastwood doing porn? You think he's looking it up? 
like current day Clint Eastwood? Mm, I would do like what's that thing where they put your f fake face on somebody? Of like old of like old Clint Eastwood from like the yeah, 70s? but even then he was old. But Magnum clearly right. Just replace all the guns with dildos in that whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Those are called deep fakes, by the oh, way. Oh, deep fakes, yeah. Deep fake is when you just take some somebody's face and put it on porn. Um, I saw you're the news, bro. That's how the mainstream media gets you. I saw a deep fake of Taylor Swift, and I gotta say, <sighs> I really enjoyed it. Mm. Very much so. I might need my uh, pants, Taylor. So the first thing we're going to talk about for Morningwood is Ron Jeremy is back in the news. Oh, my course. God. This is a triple threat Morningwood, man. Morningwood sees Ron Jeremy back in the news. By the way, did you know Ron Jeremy's real name is Ron Jeremy Hyatt? Whoa. So what course, is it about people with hotel last names? Doing porn. Making porn videos. I don't know, Vince Doubletree. <laughs> <laughs> it's two big trees, and they're hardwood. <laughs> Gross. That's like my you friend. You ever see the videos where they got two? Did you ever meet my friend, Jessica Four Seasons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she a cutie with a booty, bro. I like Jessica Four Seasons. Jessica Four Seasons. I'm <laughs> mm, I'll fall in love with Jessica Four Seasons. <laughs> She's got... Four holes. Oh, uh, 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 uh. so Ron Jeremy's back in the news, huh? Ron Porn Jeremy, legend. We Ron Jeremy's Ron, back in the news. Ron Jeremy was charged with a handful of sexual assault. Hey -o. <laughs> he had a handful. All of right, but seriously, let's not make fun of him because he's a creep. He's Jer old. Ron Jeremy was was charged with a bunch of sexual assaults. Um, some of which coming from his his uh, co-porn stars. Mm -hmm. uh, Riley Reed does not like him. Even Riley Reed uh, accused him of something. So I gotta choose myself. If I gotta choose between porn legend Ron Jeremy, who or, I met in person. Yeah, yes, you have. He was pretty nice. I got. Did say. he touch you? He did not touch me inappropriately. Oh, bummer. Um, but he did. He did shake my hand. Huh. Uh, I gotta say, Ron Jeremy was actually pretty nice when I met him. But Riley Reed does not think so. I like Riley. Maybe it's because I, I'm not a hot chick. Perhaps that's why he didn't. You heard it here first, folks. But. <laughs> I do enjoy watching Riley Reed more than I enjoy watching Ron Jeremy, so I'm going to side on her side. I do. Uh, now, Ron Jeremy did plead innocent, and then just this week, he got hit with about 20 more charges. <sighs> because once his charges got into, the, got into the news, they asked for more people to step forward, and a whole slew of people came forward saying that uh, he had assaulted them. So now it looks like Ron Jeremy's facing even more charges. All right, so... <laughs> There was a brief time when I was 21 where I, I would touch a lot of people's butts. You know, I still touch people's butts a lot. Yeah. I like touching people's butts. I went through that but phase. I did it with, like, friends and stuff. Like, I would never do it with somebody who, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, hang out with and watch a movie alone, kind of. You right. Know? I, every time I've, like, slapped a girl's butt, it was always because we were kind of, like, friends and yeah. you could get away with it. Work but, flirt, bro. But then I learned that uh, work flirting is not appropriate, even nope. even in context. Governor Chris Christie make work flirting quite illegal. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, if you look like Chris Christie. So Ron Jeremy, porn star legend, even at the uh, AVN Awards, he goes around groping people. And it's kind of tough because groping people is wrong, playing grab ass is wrong. Being a dirty, disgusting individual, not great, right? But is it kind of in character, though? You know what I mean? Like, I don't... 
It's not good if people are getting annoyed by it, right? Is that is that like how? But uh, imagine you're on the, ju- Kev- the Kevin, jury in Kevin Spacey in House of Cards. He plays the somebody who murders people, <laughs> and then in real life he started murdering people so he wouldn't <laughs> get in trouble. Yeah, pretty much. Have we talked about Kevin Spacey murders on the show? No, we have a whole separate podcast for that, guys. Stay tuned. <laughs> is that? House of Nars. So if you think Ron Jeremy has touched you inappropriately, give us a call at 808-877-434-35. Now, Ron Jeremy has pled not guilty, so hang in there, Ron Jeremy. Hang in, in there, indeed. Unless you're guilty, in which case, don't hang in there. If, and if you're guilty, uh, you're don't going, say your motive. If you're guilty, you're going down. Which ties us into the next segment of Morningwood today, another <laughs> porn star. Somebody who who is without a doubt guilty. Let's the most about it. Now, you know her from Dirty and Mean, right? You know her from Step Stilling Rivalry 3, and you know her from the 2018 movie from. Squirt Monster. Oh, that's where I know of her course. from, Squirt Monster. Yes. Good old Aubrey Gold. Aubrey Gold. Lauren. From She's So Small 15. Lauren Wambles, a.k.a. Aubrey Gold. Lauren Wambles. Lauren Wamb. That's a good. I would just keep that one right there. It should be Lauren Wham Bam. Thank you, ma'am. Wambles, a.k.a. Aubrey Gold. Who starred with Dylan with Carter and Bambino in Threesome Fantasies Fulfilled 11. <laughs> Dylan Carter and Bambino are two great porn names. Dude, Bambino, bro. The Bambino. The great Bambino, dude. <laughs> Although Bambino means baby, so maybe that's not a great porn name. I don't know. like Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so anyway, she has been charged. Her and her boyfriend have been charged with the murder of an Alabama man. Alabama man. The body was found in Florida. Alabama man. And she is Aubrey Gold. Aubrey, Aubrey Gold, Gold, the porn star. <laughs> so uh, they they found the guy in a shallow grave. Wow. What would make you think to put shallow and porn star together? That's so <laughs> peculiar. No, it's funny because uh, Norm MacDonald has that whole joke about burying people in a shallow grave. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you went through all this effort. You planned out the murder. You murdered the person. You took, you, <laughs> you took the corpse. You dragged it out in the middle of the woods. And now you're going to skimp on the grave? Yeah. Dig a whole grave. Don't just bury people in a shallow grave. You got to dig that deep grave. Don't skimp out on the graves, people. That's how you get caught. Remember, <laughs> never a shallow grave. Never a shallow grave. Deep grave, guys. Deep grave. Also, Florida, dude. That must suck to dig a hole in Florida. It's so hot. Or do, do what they do in Dexter. Go to a graveyard, dig up a freshly dug grave, put the corpse underneath there. No one's going to think, bro. Nobody's going to think to check a grave that's that's been freshly dug in a cemetery. Ain't no one thinking about it. So uh, when that's Aubrey on our, Gold that's on our new murder podcast. got arrested. How to murder a guy in 10 days. When she got arrested, what did she say? She First said, of all, people, if you get arrested for murder, uh, Biscuiteers, remember the one thing you should always do, say nothing, ask for your lawyer. Especially if you're guilty. If you're guilty... But even if you're not guilty, say nothing. Once you start talking, the, police, talk to the police don't want to work. They're just going to, like, arrest you and, like, violate your rights. You know what police do. But don't talk. If you killed somebody, you definitely don't want to give the police any sort of motive. Mm, <laughs> no, you don't. Um, and then when she, Aubrey Gold, was asked what her motives might have been for killing this guy, what did she say? She said, it's all about drugs and money. Amen, sister. Amen, dude. <laughs> so... If you if you commit a murder, don't tell the cops what your motives are. But if you are going to have motives, drugs and money. Drugs and money, bro. Drugs and money are where it's at. Because deep down, don't we know that it really is all about drugs and money? Kill the 51-year-old. She's 23. It's either that or the hokey pokey. Do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around, baby. That's what it's all about, guys. 
the hokey pokey, drugs, and money. You heard it here first. <laughs> the name of the town he was found in is called Graceville. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Gravyville. Good old Gravyville. So You're this, in is my where, this is where expect to see this in the news because uh, the man was killed in Louisiana, buried in Florida. Which completely incompetent police department is going to take over the investigation? More on that. Yeah. Also, on morning. Wood. Also, why would you? Why would you? take somebody that far to get rid of a body and then bury them in a shallow grave. 30 miles, bro. Just spend the extra hour, dig that grave, guys. Also, like, there's so many abandoned, what if, now, what if, places What if right you don't now? feel like digging the grave? Well, you make that person dig the grave for dig them. Dig their own dig, grave. Haven't you ever seen a mafia movie? You make yeah. the person dig the grave, then you yeah. put them in the grave, and then you shoot them. Oh, it's that easy, man. guys. Come on. Oh, the worst part about it. Um... Yeah, I think killing the worst part about killing somebody is all the manual labor that goes so into it. So much work. Why would you kill? It's so much work to kill somebody. All right, you ready for our third part of Morningwood? Morningwood? Our third branch of, of course, Mor- I just want to remind our listeners, thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Gravy. Today's show is presented in part by Crack Pie. Mmm. Chuck can't stop eating it. It's so good, dude. Benedict Cumberbatch's Cumberbunds. <laughs> Let Benedict go to waste. Dude, I've been eating so it's much wedding crack season. pie. I got to get a new Cumberbund. It doesn't fit me anymore. Oh, my Lord. Uh, today's show is also brought to us by Britney Spears haircutting scissors for the best in cheers. Get Britney Spears. <laughs> Britney I hope Spears. she's doing okay. I hope she's doing okay. So we've talked about Ron Jeremy. We've talked about the 23-year-old Britney Aubrey Spears Gold did file, by the way, uh, for, to have her father no longer be her caretaker. Yeah. Also, like... Get out of here. You shouldn't have to file for emancipation from your parents if you're like 40 years old. But that's neither here here nor there. Uh, So the last uh, branch of Morningwood today is (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you heard about this in the news, Chuck, but an Abe Lincoln impersonator has been arrested on uh, prostitution charges and also child porn charges. Wow. What a state. He got arrested for soliciting a two for to for soliciting a prostitute. And do you know what the worst part about this whole thing was, Chuck? He'd been doing this for 36 years. No, the worst part about it was this was one day before the Lincoln-Douglas debate was supposed to be reenacted. Oh, man. <laughs> he was supposed to reenact the Lincoln-Douglas debate, and this he got arrested one day before the debate, guys. Right. In fact, the, uh, and he'd done the Lincoln-Douglas debate before, and the guy that plays Douglas is an actual politician. Who's done it with him before? I you were say he was also a pedophile. Well, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> or he was, or the, the the person that played Douglas was actually his prostitute <laughs> with like a beard on. Oh, that would be great, dude. Um, I love prostitutes with beards. So yeah, it was uh, four whores and seven year olds. Oh lordy, how long have you been sitting on that one? Uh, not as long as this uh, Lincoln guy has been sitting on his his dark secrets. <laughs> See, again, just like we said at the top of the hour, I don't trust Top Hats. About two legs divided against <laughs> oh, themselves. Cannot stand. Cannot this stand. This dick. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, Lincoln. I, how about this one? The Gettysburg undressed. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he's going to need a Lincoln lawyer. Where's Matthew McConaughey when you need him? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he's going to defend himself. Oh, my God. I love it. Right. He gets imprisoned in a log cabin. <laughs> he gave. It sounds like he gave her the old log cabin. Oh, if, no. If so he got arrested about. for prostitution, which, you know, whatever. I mean, not for nothing, but, you know, 
I but mean, sometimes, but, sometimes, but sometimes Lincoln just has child to lay pornography. That, he has to shame lay on those him. logs. You know I mean, talk I mean? about really trying to impress a president so much that you started watching childhood porn. Looking at you, Trump and Biden weirdos, <laughs> sniffing people's hair. Gross. I heard, I heard he was going. Uh, Lincoln was going backstage of the Lincoln Douglas debate into the dressing rooms of the. <laughs> oh no way. Oh my God! So that's shame on him, man. So uh, also, he had been doing Lincoln impersonations since 1986. Did you see his mugshot? Yeah, the mug- <laughs> he looks like Abe Lincoln. He does look like Abe Lincoln. He's got the short crop beard and everything. He's um, he really did look like Abe Lincoln, although he wasn't wearing the top hat. I t- the- it's so weird though because in his mugshot they use like an 1880s camera. Uh, <laughs> he had to uh, he had to stand in front of the camera for like four or five minutes. <laughs> um, and then this made me wonder: Is there any actual Lincoln porn out there? So I went online. Of course, I went on YouPorn and mm-hmm. I typed in Abe Lincoln, and um, a lot of Japanese stuff comes up because apparently there's a lot of Japanese female porn stars with the name Abe, which coincidentally is also the last name of Prime Minister. Uh, I believe his name is his last name is Abe. But our listeners want to know what this has to do with Lincoln porn. Well, if you type in if you type in Abe Lincoln, you're going to get a lot of Japanese porn stars with the name Abe. Oh, uh, gotcha. So you have to. I'm t- not smart enough to get that. You joke. have to type. No, well, that's that's what I found was a bunch of Japanese stuff. So I I tried typing in just Lincoln, and I did find one. The, the it's like a lady celebrating her freedom by having sex with Abe Lincoln. Oh, I like that except one. Except. Abe Lincoln in the video was not wearing a beard. It's like there's only like three things to an Abe Lincoln costume. You got the hat, the, the beard, the beard, and like a and being like ugly a, and tall. Yeah, and or like wearing a black suit, right? Yeah, something. And this guy blew it. He had the he had the the hat and the and the black suit, but no beard. I, I was. It just made me really disappointed. So if if you guys have can get your hands on any real legit. Lincoln porn, where the guy actually looks like Abe Lincoln, gives the call. Oh, also found at the beginning of that video, there is a guy who's dressed like Lincoln wearing a beard and he's vaping, which, <laughs> which I find really offensive because it's historically inaccurate. <laughs> of course, of course, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, like vaping Lincoln. I don't vaping Lincoln. I don't care for that. Oh my Va- lordy, Abraham Lincoln. So not a good week for uh, for porn news. Nothing really great going on in the world of porn Nothing this week. Really good, but maybe you've got something good for what the Chuck. I'm beyond upset about what the Chuck. Of course, it has to tie into the prison system in the United States, robots and fast food. All three things I care so passionately about, Vincent Fodi. Don't you know? What does the prison system have to do with it? Oh, that? you better wait, watch out, bro. You better watch out. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. The next stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is doo-doo. What the chuck? You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. What the biscuit is right here. I hate that clip so much. What the Chuck is proudly. I love that love gravy. Proudly presented by Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? Look no further than Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Yeah, biscuit eater. What the Chuck today, baby? Very upset. As you know, I like to read a lot about the stock market news on biscuits and gravy. We talk about all that highbrow educational stuff on it. So I know I sent you this article, and it's about Flippy. 
about 150. You you mixed that up with my Flippy, man. That's great. <laughs> about Flippy the robot. Do you know Flippy the robot? Is that the Filipino robot? <laughs> <laughs> In Vegas, you know, they have that uh, bar you can go to where like a robot makes you drinks. Are we gonna have to cut that? But out? it's I don't know. I mean, we aren't we aren't technically Kyle <laughs> Louis, so <laughs> leave it be. For those eight of you that get that joke. All righty. So Jesus. Robots are taking our jobs, man, but they're taking over the world, and I'm very upset. Gosh dang, robots. They took our jobs. So it's kind of a difficult subject here, but basically the prison system, when a lot of prisoners get out, they are excluded from getting a lot of jobs, right? They check your criminal record. Some states it's illegal, but you can still figure out ways not to hire people. Am I right, police departments? That is correct. So – what some prisoners end up having to do... They did a background check on me when I applied to work at Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster. <laughs> you think you'd actually want to hire like actual criminals to work at Blockbuster <laughs> and now, instead of the dweebs they hire now. And now they're out of business. Yeah. So looks like I was right, Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it working at Blockbuster. I was like, man, I hope this place goes out of business. Do they still have VHS tapes when we were there? Yeah. This was when I was. This was like when I was in like high school. Oh yeah, yeah. So VHSs were in full swing. Although DVDs were around, but VHSs were also still around. So your job though pretty much got replaced by a robot because your job got replaced by PlayStation and by Redbox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, let's say you just got out of prison and you get a job at at robots ever since. And you get a job at a restaurant, right? We've all seen it in movies. It happens in real life. I've worked in restaurants. They give people a big second chance to work in the back while paying them less, skipping off their, and then getting subsidized by the government, right? Right. Almost every restaurant that I've worked at, this is true, has had somebody working in in the back, in the back of the house, um, in a chef capacity, who was a former felon. Yeah. Reformed, who knows? Really good at making eggs Benedict. Definitely. A lot of people work in the kitchen in prison, and then they get out, and they have a skill that they can go apply to, and then they work on a line in in a restaurant. Exactly. Well, that dream is over, my friend, because... And sell you dirt weed. This week... All the stock agencies said invest in Flippy. Do you know what Flippy is? By the way, if you're going to buy weed from somebody in a restaurant, make sure it's the front of the house people. The waiters have all the good weed. Yeah, the back of the house the give Mexicans you dirt weed and napkins. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which is weird because they get the napkins from the front of the house. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, I have it. They just pull it from your pocket. You're like, hold on. There was nothing else in it. You just left it in your pocket for seven hours. What are you doing, <laughs> you animal? All right, so we were talking about Flippy. So Flippy is a robot. Now, we're not talking like Android here. We're talking just like a big connector arm that can move around. With a spatula. With a spatula onto it, okay? Not to be conflated with Scott Bakula's spatulas. (laughs) Flip history your way. Don't be a sheep. Quantum leap. Don't be a sheep. Quantum leap. With With Scott Scott Bakula's spatulas. spatulas. (laughs) (laughs) So... It's like uh, auto industry, right? Auto industry. But that's what they I was have these say. robots it's that the go robots in. robots that like spot weld the cars. It's like it's just like, just an arm, basically. Yeah, it looks like a crane, like an animal that just boops and goes out and bops yeah. back. So they figured a way to take out the burger flipping jobs and give it to the robots. Robots don't eat meat. But now, what are inner city youths gonna do? I mean, listen, if you if you listen to lame punk songs, you shouldn't work in fast food all your life, right? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. You should be a sell, but it's these are jobs that you get, and you realize and I can work really wrong hard with working in fast food. No, also we gotta start being nicer to but, everyone that works in fast but food. 
you know, if you've been working there for a long time, work your way up to manager. Yeah, or set, set some goals for yourself. If guys. you're not going to be a manager, get Risk out after a couple years because th- those jobs are not meant for people to work their entire life for. Right, they're also not designed for people to like be able to support a family on. No, but, not at all. I mean, they should raise. They give you we work. should raise the minimum wage so that anybody that's working a full time job, no matter what that job is, they should be paid a living wage. But that means everything in Walmart would go up two point eight percent, Vince. No, just uh, just the profit margins for the people that own Walmart, who are already billionaires. They are the sixth richest people in the United States. Yeah, it's it was funny. Uh, and all their workers are on welfare. Uh, when when the the original Walton guy died, who founded Walmart, when he died, his estate got split up among his what five or six kids. Yep. And each one of those kids with, are still top ten richest in the with, United States. With only one sixth of their inheritance automatically became in the top 10 of richest people. Yeah. That would be like if I lost five, six of my weight and I was still morbidly obese. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's exactly what it would, what That's it would be like. That's exactly what Walmart family does to you. They're the worst. So they're already replacing so their jobs. The people who work at Walmart ha- can't afford to feed their families, and so they have to go on welfare. So my tax dollars are going to subsidize the wages Walmart is paying their employees. Yeah. That's corporate welfare. And then they shop at Walmart, so they're getting double kickbacks from it. It's the worst. Right, exactly. And that's why people say that, that the liberal Democrats are all about handouts. No, it's the Republicans that are all about handouts. They're the ones that are charging no tax dollars to these billionaire corporations, these multi-billion dollar worldwide corporations Vince, aren't paying any taxes. And then I have to pay for my money to support the people on welfare because they can't get paid by their employer. That's corporate welfare, Chuck. It's the Republicans who are the real welfare queens. This crack pie is so good. <laughs> crack pie is delicious. Talk about handouts, fry cooking, burgers done with love. I, I mean, you don't want to put robots in there flipping burgers. I don't want a handout. I want a hand up. And I can't get a hand up if it's a robotic hand taking my job. <gasps> Am I right, Chuck? Am I right? <laughs> Although I do like the idea that. Um, I mean, I would want a robot in my home to cook. I do, <laughs> Can we talk about that? I would like to have one of those at my house so I could just, I could like. Pull them up on my app. Tell them to make me a burger, and by the time burger I, time, by the time I come home, my burger is like ready to go. How great would that be? I have my uh, sous vide machine hooked up to an app that I can control. From no, home. you don't. I do. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's because I I have like my Alexa um, hooked up to an app, so I can do stuff like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if in the future they have robots that can cook a nice meal for you. I like to mess with my girlfriend and I'll tap into Google or Alexa when they're gone to listen to them. No, just kidding. But I'll send them like messages throughout the day. Like I know she's oh, at yeah, home watching can, TV. You can call you can and, call your Alexa too yeah. and, and use it as like an intercom. Yep. That's pretty cool. Just like, okay, Google, tell Christy I love her. And then it'll pop up in our TV room halfway across the world. It's great. That's pretty cool. So that technology is cool, but I don't – it's not even just the burger flipping. It's that people are investing in companies that are trying to run more burger – like more robots taking our jobs. Right. And Can that's we start why... investing in our communities or something for Christ's sake? Well, here's the thing is uh, what a lot of a lot of the top economists and um, – some of the top I want a bottom economist. Some of the top industry leaders are saying I want a power bottom economist. That what we should do is charge an automation tax where if you hire a robot to perform a job that what that previously was being filled by a human. So anytime you automate a job, you pay a certain tax uh, percentage of your profits per automated job. And then that money goes to help people who can't find jobs because their jobs have been automated. 
So in the future, and then in the future, once almost all of our jobs are automated and nobody has any jobs, then we'll just have a universal basic income. You know what? I can get behind robots working for us enough that I work like 20 hours a week. I think 20 hours a week is pretty healthy. And I still want to be able to take off like three months a year. Well, the whole thing with universal basic income is that uh, you can work if you want to, but if you can't work or you don't want to work or you want to spend time uh, putting your efforts into something else. Like like, taking care of your family. Like taking care of your family or let's say you're into screen printing and you're trying to start a t-shirt company. Well, you might not be able to put all your time and effort into that t-shirt company to get it off the ground because you got to spend 50 hours a week trying to work a job and provide for your family. Now, if you could just get a little universal basic income and have some money coming in So you're saying that this would while, actually have like a new renaissance effect, right, which it would, it would allow ties into people, the real renaissance because when did the renaissance happen? When people had more free time and the middle class had a surplus money that they could just waste money on their kids' dreams, and then those kids' dreams became like the scientists and, and the artists. Right. And that's how that's how Bill Gates got his start, because people were able to invest in school programs for kids to learn how to use computers. And then he taught himself how to code and became a billionaire. Yeah. So if we only he, had he went to a very expensive private school, though, that if, had a computer, which is extremely rare at the time to have a computer. Right. We've all read the Malcolm Gladwell book. <laughs> <laughs> Outliers, which is a fantastic book, by the way. Uh, but, yeah, if we had some sort of universal basic income, people would have more free time to follow their dreams and pursue the creativity that they want to do. And we've been seeing this during the coronavirus outbreak, this whole Trump pandemic. We've been seeing that people have been able to get money from the government, get unemployment, and they've been able to have more free time. And to the do stock market's going things. up, except people are investing in robots. I want people to cook my burgers, Vince. You're not listening to now, me. Now, this also ties in with something that we've talked about on the show many times, um, which scares me. Uh <laughs> It's it's robots. That the robot will cook and not clean. It's it's sexy robots. Now we all know that. Oh ro- my god, dude! Don't even get me started on sexy robots, bro. We all know that robots when they when they rise up against us, they're gonna use. We've all seen the outer limits. Every gonna, robot is sexy. They're gonna use their sexuality against us. And mm. not only are we now now not only do we have sexy robots. We're talking sexy that, robots here on KAKU KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. The voice of gravy. Not only are we gonna have sexy robots that are gonna be extremely attractive and use their sexuality. What else are we gonna us, have, Vince? Now they're also gonna be able to cook for us, and we all know that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. And so these aren't just going to be one night stand sexy robots. These are going to be robots that you can that you can bring home and introduce to your parents because she can cook, and, and she, she can, can clean, and she's and she's a machine in the bedroom, literally. Yeah. Ooh, Chuck. whoa! Um, so that would be intense. I mean, like I don't know, I don't know. You, not, like I mean, if you had a sexy robot that you could have sex with at all times, you still like, might want to like get a Jude wife. Like Law in AI, <laughs> still might need a wife because I, who's going to cook for you? Yeah, but now like we're gonna have Stepford wives that are that are cooking. Actually, robots. Uh huh. We have we have robots that can clean as well, and sexy robots. Once they're all integrated into one working model, it's done. We're done, dude. I want a working model. <laughs> <laughs> and that was what the Chuck on I do too. Biscuits now, and gravy. Now that we're talking sexy robots. That leads me into something else that I want to talk about. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah? I thought we were going to go with Solar Opposites. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've been watching a lot of Battlestar Galactica. And, of course, how did Battlestar Galactica, how did the Cylons get into our defense mainframe? Through sex. They used their sexy Cylon bodies to Mm. trick Gaius Baltar into letting them into the defense mainframe 
And that's how the fall of mankind and the fall of the 12 colonies all happened, guys. <laughs> sexy robots. Anytime you watch a, um, something with robots in it, it's always a sexy robot, and they always use their sexuality against us. It's because they're trying in, to get ratings, Vince. It happened in Ex Machina. It happened in Battlestar Galactica. It happened in that show Humans. <laughs> yes. Any, it, it happened in Stepford Wives. Any single, single sci-fi from the 90s. It happened anytime, or anytime there's a robot... The robot will always turn sexy and will always use our own sexuality against us. I've been saying it for years, Chuck. <laughs> saying it since the beginning. And now they're going to be Fina's burgers. We're going to have we're going to have the itis. They're going to be all too full to fight back. We're just going to be taking naps. Now, what if robots realize something about burgers that we've never realized before, and they start making super burgers that we're not even capable of enjoying? Oh, you, you mean like teaching a robot to learn? Yeah. And, except the learning algorithm is just how to make the burgers more delicious. Burger. <laughs> <laughs> that scares me more than anything, Chuck. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show right here in KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui, Maui's number two radio show. Thank you for all your Biscuiteers for tuning in today. Coming up the show, we got Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. We got spoiler alert. Ooh. And we got some naughty more stories. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in and want to celebrate the show with one of our underwriters, Jim Carrey's Cemeteries. Somebody plot me. Home of Jim Carrey's Cremations. You're smoking. <laughs> Today's show is also brought to us by Condoleezza's Rice. that will advocate war crimes against, against hunger. hunger. <laughs> and also by Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. <laughs> Let's do one more. How about Jeremy Irons Irons? You'll be impressed with Jeremy's Irons. <laughs> All right, you ready to, to move on to the next part of the show, Chuck? Yeah, dude. Oh, you hear we that, Chuck? Are we in, can we pause it so I can get some more vodka? Okay. Uh, oh, I need more. By the way, Biscuiteers, don't forget to uh, put grenadine in your screwdrivers. We have a drink at work. It's called like the Wailea Sunrise, which is just... <laughs> It's basically just um, orange juice with a grenadine drizzle. Yeah. And so the, the colors mix together and makes it look like a beautiful sunrise. All you need to do is add vodka to that, and you got yourself a heck of a drink. Oh, man, that sounds good. Mm. Mm. Today's show is presented in part by Christopher Palmer's Plums, a subsidiary of Brad Pitt's Peaches. They are a subsidiary of Brad Pitt's. Brad Pitt's Peaches. <laughs> and, of course, as usual, spoiler is, is brought to us by Gary Oldman Senior Center. If your years are golden, spend it with Oldman. I love HBO, man. I really do like that I steal your password from you and watch HBO. There's some good stuff on there. I finished The Outsider this week, the uh, Jason Bateman, Stephen oh, King. Yeah. And really good, man. A really good twist. At the end, was the detective one of them? Who knows? Who Quite knows? the twist, bro. I like the the character of the the black lady who's who's kind of like a rain man where she can remember all these like extreme details of stuff. Yep. Yeah. She's like, she's that song was from the 1946 album of blank blank blank. So oh, she's where'd like you an hear investigator. it? Never. I don't remember. Yeah. That's pretty. That's a pretty cool show. So if you, if you if you love Bateman, <laughs> friend of the show, Jason Bateman of Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies, a master fisherman needs a master Bateman. If you're a good fan of him, watch The Outsiders. He's a pretty diverse career, man. You know what drives me crazy, though, is... Which is the, the show with Pony Boy, the movie with... Uh, <laughs> nothing gold can stay, Chuck. Yeah, nothing gold can stay, eh, Pony Boy? That's why I put grenadine in my orange juice. Nothing gold can stay. Yeah, nothing gold can except stay. Except for my liver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about... Oh, okay, so 
I want to play. I got something fun for us to do today. For yeah, you had mentioned this chat. at the beginning of the show. You had a new game for me to play. I do. Oh uh, lordy! Well, as you know, our friend. Ah, Christ Almighty, thanks. As you know, uh, friend of the show, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, of course. Keanu Reeves recently. Home uh, of Keanu Reeves pet peeves. Keanu Reeves has a new movie coming out. Bill and Ted's Return to Excellent Adventure. What's it's it called? A Bill and Ted Face the Music. Ah, there we go. Um, which means that this is the third Bill and Ted movie. Mm-hmm. Which means that. Sans George Carlin. Which means that Keanu Reeves has now starred in three separate trilogies mm-hmm all right that would be oh do you want to name them why don't you go ahead and name those three trilogies that would be the matrix john wick and bill and ted that is correct so he did all he did the three matrix movies and i believe they're making a fourth yeah dude with the wachowski siblings uh they've made three john wick movies and i believe they there are, are also making a, making a fourth john wick movie Gee this is the third bill and ted movie making him the star of three different trilogies uh so we're going to play a little game. They didn't make trilogies of the lake house. That's so peculiar. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so they weird. They didn't make a, a trilogy of New York in the fall. Oh, God. Wait, was he in that? I don't know. That movie sucks, though. What was that other movie? Equilibrium? That was actually a pretty good movie. Equilibrium's good. That's great, where they, dude. Where they burn all the art. Yeah. Was he in New York in the fall? Or is that somebody else? I think it was uh, Meg Ryan. And those Keanu people Reeves, right? just are all pale and they fit in the background. Unless Keanu Reeves Any beating people person. up or like being towed underneath a bus, I don't want to see it. Oh, they did they make they made two speed movies, right? Was he in the second speed movie? I don't know. I what don't if they think they make so. a third speed. Will he be in it? That's a great question. I don't think I don't want them to because that would mean that Sandra Bullock would be in another movie and she's on my celebrity death wish. You know what they should have did with Speed? Remember in Swordfish when they pick up the bus with the helicopter? Yeah. They should have done that with Speed. When you first said it, I remember Swordfish. I was I was thinking like when they wanted him to hack in, but they had the two girls go down on him instead. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts like hacking with two keyboards or something. <laughs> that would be stupid, but you get to see Holly Berry naked, so that's great. No, you you, you put a brick on the uh, on the on the gas pedal and pick up the pick up the bus with a helicopter and then you just let everybody get off the bus. Plus, you could put the you could put the brick on it and you could put the bus in like a certain gear that wouldn't go fast enough, right? Or would it go too fast? No, because the speedometer would have to say sixty miles an hour. Oh, okay. I think because it was based on the speedometer. Well, I guess bus. buses aren't five speeds though; they just go right. I I, I don't know it, how are many our bu- buses just stop and go. <laughs> I'm sure buses have transmissions. Uh, if you know how buses work, <laughs> give us a call at 808-877-3435. All right, so we're gonna play a little game called Name Those Trilogies. Oh lordy! So I'm gonna name the actor. I'm gonna need more. I'm, I'm gonna name the actor. Sure. And then you tell me, uh, which what movie trilogies he starred in. Now these are all gonna be actors that were in at least. Three trilogies. Okay. So I wanna, I'm going to ask you for two out of three of the trilogies. <laughs> you are all wired up today, dude. <laughs> I'm going to ask you. For this two. might be your best keyboard episode ever. I'm going to ask you for two out of the three trilogies. Well, I got a lot of I got a lot of new fun clips. I love the love gravy. I know. <laughs> love gravy. See, when they turned Chef into a robot, it was the end for him. I just don't want robots everywhere, bro. Love. Gravy. There's also a love gravy. there's a clip of Elton John singing "Love Gravy" as well. <laughs> Sir Elton John. <laughs> Sir Elton John, the knight himself. All right, mm. so, uh, all right, I'm gonna name the actor. You see if you can tell me two out of three, uh, and then for bonus points, if you get the if you get all three of them. Right, okay. Okay. So the first actor is 
uh, Hugo Weaving. Now this is they they have to have starred in at least three of a movie series where there was three or more movies. So there could there could be one series that has like five or seven mm-hmm. movies or whatever. They have to have been at least three of that series of movie in three in three different movie franchises. Right. Okay. okay. So the first one is Hugo Weaving. I don't know who Hugo Weaving is. Hugo Weaving, uh, I'll give you a hint. He shares uh, one of the trilogies with Keanu Reeves. Okay. Hugo Weaving is in The Matrix. Right. He's okay. He's Agent Smith. Yeah. He plays Agent Smith. Okay. So he's also in, oh, Hugo Weaving? Yeah. Lord of the Rings trilogy. He is Elrond in Lord of the Rings as well. Sweet, that man. That is correct. Okay. Now, for bonus points, can you guess? This is this is tough because he only does voice acting in the third trilogy. <laughs> so you want to name all of them? If you can, well, do you want to take a shot? Do you want me to name the Lord of the Rings trilogy? You mean? No, no. Oh, okay. Can you name the third the third trilogy? That oh, that he's in? in? Yeah. All right, so he's in The Matrix. He is in... Lord of the Rings. Lord of the he Rings. Elrond in Lord of the Rings. Elrond Hubbard is in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> he plays Elrond Hubbard in Lord of the Rings. All right, so the three... Oh, I get it. I'm mis- misinterpreting the game the whole time. So the third trilogy he is, I mean, in The Matrix, and The Matrix wouldn't count. Nope, he wasn't um, in the Matrix. No. All right. I give up. I don't know. It's a Transformers trilogy. Oh my god. He plays he's the voice of Megatron in the Transformers trilogy. Really? Yep. I'm all actually right. kind of happy I didn't know that. All right. Name All right. Name that trilogy. Next actor, Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, well Samuel L. Jackson is in the Marvel universe. Of course. He's in he's in like 10 Marvel movies. Yeah. So all right, that's one trilogy that he's in. Right, we'll do the Marvel Universe. Um, they only made a trilogy of Black Snake Moan in my dreams. <laughs> Yo, I love that movie, dude. I think Christina Ricci was a little too worn out for to make two more of those. Oh, my God, dude. They ran out of radiators. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Samuel Jackson, man, in trilogies? Yep. Wow. So what's the other trilogy? Oh, okay. So he's in... Um, uh, the Unbreakable movie. I mean, I guess those are kind of they're loosely trilogies, right? Um, we're not gonna count that. No, I, I think, does he, sh- he? Does he show up in? He because he doesn't appear in. There's the, a flat, in the fractured, They have a flashback. What was the, the? Was it called fractured or broken? Broken. Yeah. He. I don't think he appears in that. No, I think he is in broken. All right, well Broken's that, the one he's in. That's not. He's not in the dumb one where no, it's like he turns into an animal. And then he's in the third one. What's the Unbreakable? What's the He's no, in Unbreakable. Unbreakable is the first movie. Yeah, which he's in. And then the one with the guy with the multiple personalities. Oh, that one's stupid. That's the worst he's movie. He's not in that. Although Bruce Willis is in that one. For half a second. For half a second. But yeah. Samuel Jackson's not in that. Okay. Uh so Samuel Jackson, other trilogy is gonna be the Star Wars prequels. Of course he's Mace Windu. Of course. In the in the, all the Star Wars trilogies, he had the only grape flavored lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to be grape he flavored? Actually, he actually requested to have a purple lightsaber. I That's believe. so ballin'. And that was that was one of his 
prerequisites for him being in the trilogy. <laughs> all right, so you got two. Somewhere in the Star Wars budget, they had room for the color purple. <laughs> all right, so you got two out of three. You want to try to guess the uh, the third trilogy that he's in? Third trilogy, man, that he's in. It's going to be the X-Men trilogy, right? No, I don't know. <laughs> no, you're close, though. It was Triple X. Oh, that was a trilogy. I'm so happy I didn't get that, dude. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't know that they made three Triple X movies. Oh, my God. All right, so uh, the third actor that we're going to go for today, Jason Statham. Jason Statham <laughs> was in three separate trilogies. <laughs> okay, uh, so Jason Statham was, of course, in the Fast and the Furious Jason franchise. Statham. Statham was in Fast and the Furious franchise. Of course. He's right? in four Fast and Furious movies. Oh, my God, dude. Including Hobbs and Shaw, which is just him and The Rock. Oh, my God. Dude, Jason Statham movies, man. Uh, what's the one where he shoot gets like crack shot into him and he can't stop oh, moving? Oh, that's uh the one where he can't slow down. Yeah, or he, he can't stop running or or he his has heart to keep his heart. It's like he has to keep his heart rate above a certain rate. It's like it's speed like speed for your heart. if you're on speed. <laughs> <laughs> but they made two of those movies. So they made two of them. I they can't didn't think make of the third, third one. one. Oh man, they did not. Uh, make Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels had the loose second one, but that's not a trilogy. Nope, those are those are only Soul Sisters. Uh, let's see here. Give me another hit, man. Uh, one involves him driving a lot. The driver? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that one of his movies? Well, what was the name of it? Uh, Driven? <laughs> Nor was it Drive. Nor was it Drive? <laughs> I don't know. I give up. It was a transporter. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. And All then right. he's also in a trilogy that's got a lot of washed up action stars. Oh, of course, the Expendables trilogy. The Expendables. I'm going to give it to you. Clearly, I would get that. I'm going to oh. give it to you. That's two out of three. He's in a new trilogy called The Mansplainer. <laughs> All right. You ready for the last one? No, I hate this game. The last one may be the toughest. All right. Just name that trilogy. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben has, Stiller's in trilogies? Has been in three different trilogies. This is the, by far the toughest one. Wow. Ben Stiller is in three different trilogies. and Which, God. when I saw this, it really blew my mind. Yeah, I can only think of... I mean, like, there's movies that are loosely related to each other. Like, he was in the Fat Camp movie called Heavyweight. <laughs> and then the almost the same character is the one is in, is in Dodgeball, right? A grown-up version. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, he's in those crummy movies, though. So, Night at the Museum. Mm-hmm. Night at the Museum is correct. Uh, Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers is correct. You got two out of three. Yeah. And, and then, then the, um, the third one, he only provides voice work. Oh. It's, a, it's an animated movie. Series. Oh, no. It's the, the, the zoo. They go to Madagascar. Madagascar. Oh, no way. <laughs> I can't believe the hardest one is the only one where you got all three. That's how I work, baby. The harder the questions, the easier it is. Also, Jason <laughs> sucks. I'm proud I don't know about Transformers, bro. Yeah, yeah, the Transporter 2 was really not a good one. I'm going to get more vodka. You can just talk about all the dumb TV shows that you watch. All right, so while Chuck's getting more vodka, I'm going to talk about uh, what we usually talk about on Spoiler Alert is all the cool stuff that I've been watching. Um, Definitely, if you haven't seen Battlestar Galactica, go ahead and watch Battlestar Galactica. Um, It's about four seasons long. It's a really great show. If you haven't seen it... uh, I think I don't even know where you can stream it, but if you can get your hands on it, watch it. If you can't find it, 
give uh, email us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. I'll put it on a flash drive and bring it over your house. That's thebiscuitsandgravy. <laughs> That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. Uh, also, season four of Fargo, we just found out, got a release date. I'm so, so pumped. At end of the month, bro. Season four of Fargo is coming out on September 27th. It's going to be starring Jason Schwartzman and Chris Rock. Which means it'll be the 28th on our Hulu account, which the, it's The Biscuits and Gravy <laughs> at so gmail.com. You can watch it on Hulu, or you can do what I do and just download it or whatever. Uh, if you have Prime, don't forget season two of The Boys is coming out on your girlfriend, Governor Chris Christie's birthday, <laughs> September 4th. That show is so dark, man. It's uh, a, a universe where there's real superheroes, but they're marketed... I mean, even more heavily than, like, baseball players are. Like, they have, like, a real image, and they have contracts. They make money. Right. And then you get to see all the dark stuff that's going on behind the scenes of being a superhero. Uh, if you have HBO, watch Lovecraft Country, which is really good. And look out for lizard people coming up this season. Don't forget about lizard people. Uh, you can watch the movie American Pickle starring Seth Rogen, which I No lizard people in there, which I unless really you're David Ick, then maybe there's a lot of and lizard people in it. possibly containing lizard people, the documentary Nexium about the Nexium cult. <laughs> Yeah. Which that guy, the guy, the main guy, Kyle, whatever his name is, he might be a lizard person. Yep. Also, sex trafficking still happens. Keep your <laughs> eyes open, everybody. It's a terrible world we live in. And, uh, at the the second episode, which just came out on HBO of the of the documentary series, th- was the episode where they find out that some of the girls were getting branded. <laughs> literally, <laughs> they really do get branded. Literally though. branded like cattle with the yeah. guy's initials on there. It's super creepy. So <sighs> the creepiest, bro. Watch that. Uh, it's it's called Nexium, or it's called the Vow, the Vow, uh, and it's all about the Nexium cult. And also, similar to one G- of the one of the oh, girls yeah? that was in the Nexium cult was in Battlestar Galactic as well. Oh, that's great! Not the girl from Smallville, but the girl <laughs> from Smallville who was in the Nexium cult was. She mar- was the one that was getting was, the girls she to get was, into it. She was a lesbian. And she, she was, was the married. Jesse Maxwell, the group. She was a ma- she was married to another girl who was in Battlestar Galactica. Oh man. And she she made money by going around on like the sci-fi um, uh, conventions and signing autographs and stuff. And she used all that money. She w- she went broke giving all of her money to the cult. So watch Battlestar Galactica and don't be in a cult. Cults are way different than religions because mainstream religions would not ask for you to give them a tenth of your profits, right? Right. They don't make you pay. They just they just um, socially guilt you into paying by passing the plate around in front of everybody. And then shaming people who don't put money in the collection plate. Shame. Is it the Catholic Church? Do they still do that? Where yeah. they, they print? I don't know how they do with COVID. Every month they print out how much money was donated by each person, like in a newsletter. <laughs> I do was just trying to. I was just explaining that to my girlfriend. How like they used to make us buy envelopes with donation stickers into it, and then you had to prepay and pay at church. And my dad's like, "We pay enough for you to go to school. Now we got to pay at church." He's like the George Costanza of being an antichrist. I and love then, it. Didn't they also used to uh, sell prayer cards to get your relatives out yep, of heaven? Absolutely. Do they still do that? I mean, at, they do at the Immaculate Conception in downtown Waterbury. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on HBO, uh, so those are all the things you can watch. If you have Netflix, watch Cobra Kai. It just got released on Netflix. I've been plowing through it, bro. Cobra Kai is really funny. It's a really good show. It's it's really fun. It's, it's a, everything you want. It's clips of <laughs> of the Karate Kid. But they're grown up, and they're both like a-holes. Right, and in the, after the Karate Kid movie came out, there was a video on YouTube that that was like, oh, Ralph Macchio is actually the bad guy in the movie. Yep. And it recontextualized the movie. And Cobra Kai kind of runs with that idea where it's like, oh, now Ralph Macchio 
is the bad guy and the guy from Cobra Kai is like all washed up and he's trying to start his own dojo and um like he was just abused that's his problem he wasn't bad right so he he went he went from being like the antagonist to the protagonist he's the protagonist <laughs> in Cobra Kai so it's really cool to watch it from that point also, of view also the karate kid is anti marijuana smoking for no reason there's like a weed scene in it Oh, where really? the Cobra Kai guys are smoking a joint. Well, that's just because it came out in the 80s. Yeah, they're anti oh, Reagan. Don't get me started, bro. Oh, Reagan. Maybe in season three. They'll so like they were dressed as together. bones, and then they were smoking bones. Yeah. Huh? Uh, and then season three of Cobra Kai got pushed to 2021, so we won't be seeing that for a while. But you can also. Drunk History got canceled. Drunk History got canceled by Comedy Dude, Central. Dude, Comedy Central is just. Get, anything also, that was mildly successful, they're just completely Tosh getting rid of. Tosh.0 is final also getting season. canceled. Their, their 12th and final season will be airing soon. Um, I'm surprised that that show lasted that long to begin with because I can't understand why somebody would watch a TV show about viral videos when you could just go watch the viral videos. Like we do at Sonny Dennis's house. <laughs> um, but you know what? To each yeah. his own. But no more Touch.0. So this is the last Drunk History all about. The, the Drunk History is really good. I'm definitely going to miss that. I've, I've been binge watching that on Hulu, and it's just so good. I'm going to miss that. Uh, you can also watch Dark. Have you, how, how far have you gotten on uh, Dark? Four or five episodes. And Chef's Table. Uh, so, oh, dude, I love Chef's Table, man. Vince, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about Chef's Table? There's so many good cooking shows out there that you can watch. There's a lot of bad cooking shows, though, bro. It's so stupid. But Chef's Table is one that I really like where they focus on each episode focuses on one chef and just kind of tells their story. It follows they them. They got really good slow motion. How they started out and how they got to where they are now. And then at the end, it shows you like some of their really cool dishes and how they changed the food scene. And there's uh, just a real, lot of really great episodes. In one episode, they follow a lady who's all about making these cool desserts. Um, she invented cereal milk, and she also invented the crack pie, which uh, you got to taste today. Did you finish the crack pie? Oh, uh, totally. One of those I, slices I was supposed more. to be for me. Well, but <laughs> I don't know why you put them on two on the same plate. That was the, In that front was of me with one fork. <laughs> oh, I see there's another fork. That was the uh, last slice of crack pie. So it's sort of like the episode where Zoidberg is eating, eating the anchovies. And yeah. he's like, I want more. He's like, there is no more, and there never will be, ever. You just ate the last one. He's like, more. There's an episode where they like the popcorn chicken, and then they don't eat it for a week, and it becomes alive. <laughs> yeah, poplars. Poplars. <laughs> <laughs> if you promise not to sue us, you can stick one up your nose. Uh, <laughs> and if you have the Disney Plus, don't forget that season two of The Mandalorian just got its release date, October 30th, baby. Oh, that's coming up, man. Mischief Eve. Ooh, Mischief where Night. If you're, from the, if you're from the East Coast, you know all about Mischief Night. That's where you dress up and you egg people. That's where you go out the night before Halloween and you throw exit cars. And you put poop in a bag and you light it on fire. How do you get the poop in there? Who knows, bro? It's right. up to you. Uh, you Well, you threw a, a bag full of dog poop into somebody's car one time, I didn't did. you? <laughs> I remember it was great. We talked about that on the show before yeah. as well. It was at an intersection, and this convertible blew the crosswalk, almost at a bike, mm. and I had this perfect opportunity where the car was inches away from me, so I just kind of lopped the dog poop right in the back, and there we go. <laughs> Just lob it right on in lob there. Lob it right on in. There's no way they could know, but, you know, later they put it up and they'll know. All right. You got anything else for spoiler alert? No, baby. I think you spoiled everything today, Vincent oh, Foti. man. What a great spoiler alert. Today's show is brought to us by Most Deaf's Hearing Aids. Get less deaf with Most Deaf. They're black on both sides. Oh, I got one thing for spoiler alert. I saw a made-for-TV movie on Hulu starring Vince Vaughn, 
and it's called The Binge, and it's like The Purge, except once a year, all drugs and all alcohol are completely legal. Ooh. So the entire Sounds movie like going to Las Vegas. is 88 minutes long, and it's something about high schooler kids doing pounds of cocaine and like ecstasy and going to a party where uh, it's just amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Good show. I really didn't want to watch it. I mean, it's not as good as Super Bad. It does have that kind of bromance feel to it where there's the third nerdy guy that's out. But really liked it. And Vince Vaughn plays like the stern principal. And his daughter, who is a 35 year old <laughs> high school kid, is really hot. So I actually kind so of. So Vince recommend... Vaughn playing the straight guy. Yeah. yeah. Huh, I, I highly recommend watching it. It's really great. Uh, man, could you imagine if cocaine was legal? No. How how much good cocaine you could get? Oh, if it was legal? Oh, my lord. Instead of the garbage that we get on this island? Oh, my God. All right. Today's show has been brought to us by James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. Funny for biscuits and gravy comes from Benedict Cumberbatch's cookie dough because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. Consideration for biscuits and gravy has been brought to us by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It is in a rock. It's a rock lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Funny for the biscuits and gravy comes from lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Benedict Cumberbatch's eggs. Hey, Vince, make your eggs, Benedict's. <laughs> and finally, spoiler alert, was brought to us by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get, get out, out the, the demons. demons! All right, you hear that sound, Chuck? Oh, my lordy. We didn't even have time for it, but we're going to do for two seconds, man. I just want to talk about for Conspiracy Cookbook. Last week, we talked about how the post office is going to get deeper and deeper and how Trump is systematically and all the other dirty, dirty, dirty Republicans are Friend putting, of the show, Donald Trump. Friend of the show, Donald Trump. Wrong. What up? He eats Wrong. the biggest sandwiches because he has the biggest hands. He, he does love sandwiches. He does love sandwiches. He loves KFC, too. Yeah, he does, man. Who doesn't? So uh, it turns out that we were right. And it turns out everything went on with the <laughs> I, dude. Wait, we were right. We were right. Yeah, it turns out that wild speculation from conspiracy theorist Chuck Thompson nail on the head, baby. We were also right about um about pedophiles. Yep. From years ago when we talked about that, and we were also right uh about we were ahead of the curve on that judge getting shot, that federal judge. Getting I shot. know. We, we were talking about that, and then, like, weeks later, it shows up in the news. Yep, and, I mean, I guarantee you Nat Geo's going to have an expose on whales being fake. You mark my words, everybody. <laughs> so space now whales. it's time Dude, for Space us. whales are real. The gravy train is rounding Biscuit Station, and we are almost done with our time here on KAKU. KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Vince Fodi, thanks so much for being my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. Your COVID. <laughs> hey Biscuits and Gravy is presented in part by Taylor Swift's Overnight Alterations. Sometimes you need a tailor, and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift. And also by Gary Coleman's Coal Burning Furnaces. What you talking about, Furnace? All right. All right, you ready to get into Chuck Stuff the Knowledge I feel like I was already dumbed down by listening to Jason Statham trilogies. So. Jason Statham. I, is it not Statham? It's Statham? Statham. You know, I worked so hard to fix my lisp, his and name, now you're telling me it's his Statham? His name has ham in its name. Oh, I like that. How can how can you mispronounce something? It's Jason Statham. <laughs> Statham. I need ham. Stat. Stat. <laughs> Ten cc's of ham. Oh my god. CC stands that's... for crispy, crispy ham. Oh okay. <laughs> I was like, that's not enough ham. Oh. Today's show is presented in part by called, like Ten CC. Yeah, because that's exactly how much <laughs> love right, comes out of you when you give gravy. Love gravy. <laughs> 
right. Our first question. Oh, don't forget to send in your uh, trivia questions to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com or anytime write to us at biscuitwars.com, a <laughs> website that I totally own. Right. We do own Biscuit I don't plug. I don't plug uh, biscuitwars.com <laughs> enough. Um, do you have an email address at Biscuit Wars? It, yeah, no, just it's still thebiscuitsandgravy.gmail.com. Okay. <laughs> Um, so send us your questions and we'll ask them to check live on the air. All right. So our first question comes from email to it. DJ Tony two tokes <gasps> at the biscuit wars. 808-873-3435. If you want to talk to Tony, give him a call. I'm sure he'll be happy to hear from you. He's got nothing to do. <laughs> our first question comes from Sam in Daytona, Florida. Sam wants to know. Are there any dead porn stars near me? <laughs> <laughs> dead porn stars in your area. Could you imagine we got pop-up ads? <laughs> dead, uh. dead single porn stars want to chat with you from beyond the grave. Sam in Daytona, Florida wants to know, where is the Louvre? The Louvre is in Paris, France. The Louvre? Oh, not Paris, Texas? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I clarified. Paris, te- Paris, France is absolutely correct. I would love dead buried porn stars. I hear they give really good headstones. Have you been to... <laughs> You've been to the Louvre, right? Yeah, I've been to the Louvre. It's 65 bucks to get in, dude. It's stupid. Well, I mean, or you can do what me and Christy did and just walk in. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> That's what I did uh, when I went to go see Barack Obama speak <laughs> before he got elected in 2008. Remember we were in New York? There was, there was a line, and it li- the line literally had thousands of people in it. And you're just like, nah, I was in here already. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not waiting in line in this, I mean, it was literally like miles long. Yeah. And so we just walked to the front and, and walked right in. Nice. And skipped over. Prob- that was the longest line I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like when I used to try to get into bars when I was, in, A, they had a cover, and B, I was under 21. I would walk up to the bouncer and say, hey, I'm really sorry. Uh, I just left my credit card in there. Do you mind if I just close out real quick? And they would let me in. Nice. And that's the worst. They're taking advantage of people's kind-hearted goodness. Well, if he has a credit card, he must be over 21. Of course. <laughs> it's just dumb. It's our, so dumb. All right. Our second question comes from Alice in San Antonio, Texas. Hey, Alice. Alice wants to know. I hope you're doing okay, Alice. I hope Hurricane Laura didn't get you. But Alice wants to know, who said the famous quote, speak softly and carry a big stick? Ooh, uh, speak softly and carry a big stick. Uh, is that Winston Churchill? Oh, I'm sorry. It's actually Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, I should have known it was Teddy. Kind of the uh, right time period. Wrong public official. So I thought it was about the Boer Wars, no? The the Boer Wars? Boer Wars. That's pretty much the genocide in South Africa. <laughs> no, it was actually about carrying a big stick. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I feel bad. I should have known that. I was just talking about Night at the Museum. Anyway. <laughs> Our third question, you ready? Our third sure. question comes from Gary in Haiku. Gary wants to know, this is a sports question, by the way, because we all know Chuck's Achilles hoof is sports. Ah. So Gary in Haiku wants to know, Christian Bale plays a race car driver in this 2019 Ford Oscar. Ford Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari. Is yeah, wow. You got two out of three. Which is much better than you did last week. Mom, the meatloaf. That also means that that's the end of our show.
Let's wrap it up. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show right here on KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Maui. Stay tuned for more episodes, more episodes on Spotify, another great stuff coming up on the show, man. We got more conspiracies to cook next week. And if you are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, um, you could really do us a huge favor and like and or review us. Chee-hoo. Um, that just helps us out a lot. Uh, we already have a bunch of subscribers, so if you're out it's there amazing. and you are subscribing, thanks so much, guys. We really appreciate it. We appreciate everything about you, man. And from me to you, hello! Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha! <laughs> 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 Wahoo! <laughs>